in the morning. It's a new night for terror, and a new dawn in horror movie making when special effects genius Tom Savini, creator of the spectacularly gruesome makeup in Friday the 13th and Creepshow, brings modern technology to this colorful remake of George A. Romero's 1968 cult classic. Seven strangers are trapped in an isolated farmhouse while cannibalistic zombies, awakened from death by the return of a radioactive space probe, wage a relentless attack, killing and eating everyone in their path. The classic for the 90s, graphic, gruesome, and more terrifying than ever. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Here are B-Movies to best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So, here we are. It's December. Oh, that joyous holiday of Christmas, and we all know what Christmas is really about, right? Of course. The present. And you know, what's the gift that keeps on giving in the movie world? Remakes. So... Happy Remake Month, everybody. We'll be taking a look at uh, some of the more famous, uh, pretty much horror remakes this month. Uh, why? Because fuck ourselves. Yep, and the first thing we pulled out of our stocking was... Night of the Living Dead from 1990. Oh, boy. This, uh, this loving uh, retelling of the original George Romero classic is, uh, was directed by Tom Savini. And uh, had, you know, some of the original uh, cast and crew working on it. I mean, uh, Russell Steiner was, was still still in there producing it. And uh, who was that? Other? Oh, John Russo. Yeah, of course. John How could I forget John Russo? So uh, it can't be all that bad. It has some of the original influence in it. Let's, uh, let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties. Top and bottom three. Where should we start today? All right, let's start with the, this with the top. I think uh, starting a good note. Oh, righty. How about you get us started today? All right. Number three, the characters look very similar to how they did in the original. The casting was really well done. I I have to say that. Number two, the makeup effects of the zombies were all well done. I didn't really see any that I thought weren't weren't done well. And it was kind of like a fusion of Dawn of the Dead and Night of the Living Dead, except with less blue zombies. And number one, I like the ending of this one. It was different from the original, but... It kind of, kind of made it its own film. It still had a social commentary, and the very ending is pretty satisfying. So for me, number three, this is a uh, a great retelling of a classic film. It changes just enough of the original to be its own film and keep things interesting while paying respect to the original. Number two, the explosion of the truck is pretty awesome and epic. Lots of fire, and I'm pretty sure that the truck exploded like three or four fucking times because, I don't know, we were trying to out Michael Bay, Michael Bay, before Michael Bay was exploding shit. Maybe he was inspired by this movie. Uh, Seriously. Number one, Tony Todd is just awesome, and he's totally badass as Ben. At one point, he's even fighting zombies hand to hand. You know, he's tackling them, punching them in the face, tossing them around like ragdolls. He's like what Sagata Sanshiro would have been like if his only weakness wasn't rave zombies. Alas, his only weakness. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's it. That's my top three. So, uh, I guess it's time to move on to the bottom. Paul, you want to get us rolling? Sure. For number three, Night of the Living Dead, the original, was such a product of its time period that it just feels weird to have the same film take place any in a completely different time. I mean, 
they still managed to make it work, but it's definitely not as groundbreaking as the original, which I don't think anyone was expecting it to, but unfortunately by the time this was made, so many other zombie movies were out that it really kind of falls flat. Number two, Ben and Cooper's arguments just seemed forced and kind of pointless. In the original Night of the Living Dead, the two argued over pract- practical reasons. They over where to where to everybody should be, what what they should do, and this one just seemed like they were bickering too much. And Ben seemed to be baited into arguments a lot easier, and just seemed they both just seemed to want to fight each other for no apparent reason. Though to be fair, it did force Tom to be more of an inter intermediate between the two and for Barbara to take take charge more and number one the zombie attacks lack any real suspense they are just easily pushed aside or sidestepped or overall just ignored in fact the ending of this movie conclusively proves that in the original you really weren't sure what the zombies were capable of so while they may not have come off as the toughest individuals there was at least more of an excuse So for me, number three, no one listens to Barbara. Barbara knows best. Barbara sees the truth. But yet everyone just dismisses her as crazy. Like, even though she's like, listen, I'm not crazy. I'm cool now. Like, listen to what shit I'm telling you. And they're like, uh, no, you're crazy. Like, go, go, go pound some nails into the wall or something. Number two, the truck exploding really didn't seem to make much sense. In the original, like, you know, there was a trail of gasoline and it caught fire and, like, went up to the, to the car and all that and exploded it. In this one, Tommy shoots the gas pump with a shotgun, causing gasoline to spray in a straight line exactly onto a torch, which was inside the truck bed, by the way, so it would have had to arc over it, and causing everything to explode. Like, it just... You know, explode multiple times because, you know, that's what fucking happens when vehicles explode, apparently. Um, It just didn't make much sense. It was cool, but didn't make much sense. Number one, Ben dies. After everything he went through, after all of his planning and his precautions, he ended up dying. Twice, in fact. Once, he died because of the gunshot wounds inflicted by him, you know, that dickhead of a Mr. Cooper. And then a second time after he became a zombie and someone redeaded him by, you know, shooting him in the head. Is that really dying twice, though, if you're already dead? Eh, redeading, deading. Yeah, some, some movies consider it that. Yeah. yeah. Zombies are people, too. Are they? Are they really? They were. Yeah. So, yeah, we didn't mention it, but uh, let's, give, let's give it a shot. Let's give this movie a good old-fashioned quote so we'll uh we'll quote this movie back and forth i'll get us started here get it done quick and dirty i saw six or seven go down they're dead but they're coming i can't think straight with you yelling at me this is something nobody's even seen and nothing anyone's ever heard about what in the name of jupiter's balls are you doing here you can't get any reception in a basement dickhead there's another one for the fire and that ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this film or want to tell us who won this episode's edition of Quote Wars, leave it in the comments below or check out our website, bmoviebros.com. So, you know, 
I think it's time to give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scales are a reverse scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 2 out of 10. I gave it a 4 out of 10. Um, short and simple, Night of the Living Dead 1990 is a great zombie flick. It does just enough to change the story and characters from the original film to be worthy of, you know, being watched itself. Sure, the acting isn't great, but all the essentials are here. Badass characters, explosions, zombies, and pretty decent makeup effects. There are plenty of better zombie film choices out there, but this is definitely one worth a watch for any zombie connoisseur, or even a fan of the original. The remake of Night of the Living Dead did a decent job of retelling George Romero's classic zombie flick. However, it really doesn't do much to expand the zombie genre, and in reality, it just kind of falls flat of the original. By the time this was made, there's so many zombie films out there that this one really didn't do much for the genre, genre at all, and it just came off as very standard. Kind of sad considering, considering its legacy. Overall, it's not a bad film, but to say that it's a, it's, to put it in the same league as the original would just be to undermine what George Romero did the first time. I don't mind the flaws of the original. It, they make it charming. To try to paint over them and make it seem like they weren't there. It's like painting over the Mona Lisa or something like that. Some films are just products of their time periods and shouldn't be touched. I don't know why everybody feels the need to make remakes, but I guess that's just kind of the, kind of how society's going. Once again, it wasn't a bad film, but overall, I just don't see the point of it. So we know not everyone likes to watch the same kind of shit that we do, but... We like to give every B-movie review an A-movie companion. However, we know in the case of remakes that the companion is always going to be the original film. So what we're going to do is, which film is really the better? The remake or the original? Yeah, this will be a nice little uh, comparison from one to the other. So, so uh, as far as the characters go, you know, in, in the original, I, everything was kind of done with subtlety. And in the remake, everybody is taken to an extreme. Like, Ben, in the original, is, like, just trying to help people and make them, you know, understand that he's doing his best to try and keep them safe. Whereas, in this one, he's just like, I'm in charge, it's all me. Like, there's no real, like, wiggle room as to, you know, what is his intention here other than he's trying to be the alpha male. Yeah, pretty much. In the original, he was calm, he was collected. He clashed with um, with Harry Cooper a decent amount, but it was normally over things like, listen, shut the hell up, this is what we're going to do. And I felt like in the original, if Harry had just shut the fuck up, they could have actually worked together. Wherein in this one, he just kind of almost wanted to fight with the guy. I, that, that went against his character a lot. And Harry Cooper in general in this one, he was completely just an awful human being. He was pretty bad in the original, but you can kind of count, Even like, cop in, that up to, like, in, in him the, caring about his family. In the original, too, like, he did reluctantly help out. Yeah. Where in this one, he was just like, fuck it, I'm a dick. I'm not, I'm not yeah. doing anything to help anybody but myself. Like, I'd help you out, but I forgot I'm an asshole. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was basically it. You know? And like, in this one, they have a scene where he slaps his wife, and then it was... It was Okay, at that point, he just had no redeeming qualities because he wasn't just stressed out about helping his family. Like, you can kind of see in the original. I mean, he was still a dick, and he probably was 
before the zombie apocalypse, but in this, he had nothing going for him. He was just the asshole, and it made him, one, kind of cliche, and two, very, very shallow. Um, and, a, and Barbara's just a polar opposite. Yeah, Barbara was completely different. In, this one, in um, the original, she was... Shell-shocked. Yeah, she was shell-shocked and catatonic. And in this one, she was kind of a badass. And um, well, what did you think about the change in her character? Um, if it wasn't such an extreme change, and I'm not just talking about from the original to the new one, like at the beginning of the new one, at the remake, she's kind of like she is in the original. She's very meek. She's very, you know, helpless. And then there's just this time where it's just like, snap your fingers and she's, you know, badass, this fighter. Ben, you told me to fight, so I'm going to fight. And, you know, it just, there was really no reason for her to change like that so suddenly, and there was nothing leading up to it. Yeah, it's like, you need to fight. Oh, well, never thought of it that way. I guess I will. It's like, and one of the things I really kind of, even though I thought she was a cool character, the problem was she became Ben, and the two overlapped with each other and didn't really play well off each other like in the original, whereas one was calm, was trying to keep the peace and everything, the other was catatonic, even though, like, obviously Barbara didn't really do as much and everything and wasn't as strong of a character, she at least balanced out the... About, out the um, the cast more. Whereas in this one, it's just like, well, she's just playing, playing the same character as Ben. It's like, what's even the point of having that? As Negan would say it, it was, you know, it was, it was a contest of whose dick is bigger. Was it Ben's dick, Harry Cooper's dick or Barbara's dick? Who had the biggest dick? I'd go, Barbara probably had the biggest dick. She had the biggest gun at least. I I would agree. Barbara had the biggest dick out of the three of them, but still like, I, There was no need to throw that third, like, alpha male in there. Yeah, well, I mean, Cooper was kind of demoted to just being a cowardly douche. So I guess there wasn't that alpha male struggle, but as much as there was, like, one guy, two guys just fighting because they kind of read the script and knew knew what the other one was, was and what their character was supposed to be like, it just came off as very unnatural. But yeah, with Barbara, like, I... If it hadn't, if this hadn't have been a remake of Night of the Living Dead, and if they hadn't have had um, had Ben as the calm character, at least trying to make him that, or like if she had become that character later on, like they show her kind of shooting a zombie a bunch of times and kind of going nuts, and then she's just then she's just cool and collected again. It's like okay, but that. You're not like doing like an Obi Wan Luke Skywalker thing where it's like ah you know now I, my master is dead now I must take over you know uh, last I was but for when we last met I was the learner now I am the master I know that's Obi Wan Darth Vader but still it's like you didn't get that you just got well now we're the same character pretty much and well well I'm gonna go this way you're gonna go that way so yeah, I think they did the uh, the characters a little uh, a lot better in the original, where it was it was toned down and and everybody kind of balanced out. Yeah, and that's one of the things that people seem to like about this one a lot. It's like, oh well, you know, they made Barbara a strong character. Yeah, I agree. And she would, if it had been a different type of movie, that would have been great. But to say that like it's like, oh well, you know, it's not the role that a woman is is expected to do. Yeah, to an ex- I, I I understand that argument. But you also have to look at the film as a whole and what it, the story it's telling. And to have basically two characters as the same role just defeats the purpose. 
So how about the special effects? Special effects in this one were good. I mean, I don't think they were groundbreaking. Um, like I said in, said in my top two, in my top three, I think it was kind of like a fusion of Dawn of the Dead and Night of the Living Dead, except less blue zombies. But yeah, they were they were overall I mean, good. It was it was, de- it was definitely an improvement over the original. Oh, but yeah. I mean that's you know that's that's the time and the you know. Time, but, budget, and special effects just getting better. Oh yeah. Well, I will. I will. I will say though, even though this movie had better effects, the original had a better atmosphere. The original had the. I think it being in black and white, white with the shadowy effects they had, just made it overall. Uh, the the whole tone of the my, film exactly. actually worked out in the favor of it. Yeah. Whereas this one, it was. It was too. It was much brighter and just it. Didn't seem very as scary. It was like watching Clue, except with zombies, and no Tim Curry. And then the last, uh, the last thing. So, so special effects were the special effects were better in the new one. The tone was better in the original. How about the social commentary and overall message of the film? Is is there even a contest here? Not really. No, the original was yeah much better and much more subtle too. You know, in the new one, it's all summed up in one line, and it was it was something along the lines of, uh, you know, we are them and they are us. It reminded me of in uh, The Walking Dead. At one point, Rick actually says, we are The Walking Dead. I know it's a different context, and, like, the whole, I guess the point of this is it's more of a universal um, commentary on humanity, how we can basically undermine other people and, like not even see them as human under certain conditions if they're different or whatever, and like when you they show the rednecks just shooting and messing with the zombies, whereas the other, as the original had a very subtle um, uh, social commentary on topics such as Vietnam, social strife um, um, of the time, like racism and things like that, and the chaos and confusion of the Cold War. And they did it very subtly, and I think it, it stood out more, and it was more memorable, whereas this one was kind of ham-fisted toward the end. So, I mean, when you take that into effect, you know, characters, definitely better in the original. The writing was better in the original. The, uh, the special effects were better in the remake. Uh, the overall tone of the movie was better in the original, and the, uh, the social commentary, the moral of the story, was much better in the original. Uh, overall... Was there any doubt in your mind that the original is the better film? No, there definitely wasn't. Though I'll admit it's not really a fair comparison. The original is one of the... I mean, it literally created the zombie genre, so I wasn't expecting it to be. And this isn't a bad film, but it falls falls short of the original in almost every way. So on that note, I think it's time to tell you how to drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give you some drinking games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time Cooper says the, the dead aren't actually dead, take a drink. Number two, anytime Barbara acts tough, take a drink. Number three, every time hands come through the windows, take a drink. Number four, whenever somebody shoots a gun, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's remake month, Anytime this film reminds you of the original, take a drink. Number one, every time a zombie is shot, take a drink. Every time you see a puddle of blood, take a drink. 
Every time Ben and Cooper are arguing, take a drink. And every time someone says the word dead, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else be movie related, you can leave us a comment on either our iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com or like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all our, all our other content, including it, reviews, interviews, and chats on our website bmoviebros.com. We have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. Well, I think it's time to rank the films we've seen so far this month. In the number one spot, Night of the Living Dead from 1990. Hey, what do you know? That's also what I picked. You know, I have a strong feeling about this film staying on top for the whole month. I don't know. I mean, I mean got a lot of Christmas presents to go th- through. Then again, I mean, I, I really would like to travel back to October here, Paul. Oh, yeah? You know, and we, we can do that. We can live Halloween all over again. Oh, boy, I'm excited. You know, because in 2007, Rob Zombie made his own version of the movie Halloween. I'm not excited anymore. Is this movie going to be a trick or a treat? I think it's just going to suck. Until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Get over there. Oh, see you, little guy.